You're tuning in to the Edge Podcast. The theme of this week is confidence. Before we get started, ask yourself, what am I doing right now to get the edge? Grab your licorice, grab your boom chicka popcorn, and let's get started. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to another weekly episode of the Edge Podcast. How are you doing today, Jacob? Good, you? I'm doing pretty good today. Pretty good. Um, anything new this week that's kind of been happening or anything, or how, how has your last week been, I guess? <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's uh, it, was, it was a pretty tough week. Like, last week, uh, I think, was like a historically bad for, for Jacob. Like, I've never had... Uh, what happened to me last week happened. Um, basically, out of the last nine estimates that I've done, um, I haven't booked any of them. So <laughs> it's uh, that's never happened to me. I've never gone on a nine estimate streak before. Like even in your first year? No. Like I look back at the numbers and I would go like one for four and then maybe like two for two for six. Like still not over nine. <laughs> so wow, pretty okay. tough. Uh, pretty tough week, but uh, you know. It, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, with how fast the season progresses, I can't really let it get too much to my head. Um, I just got to take it as a learning experience and figure out what was wrong and, uh, you know, just keep getting better. You know, that's, that's the, that's the best thing I can do after that week. So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Well, obviously not awesome that you had that kind of week, but did you kind of figure out what happened? Like obviously going over nine, there's something that you were missing but like did you figure out what that piece was well i mean yeah there, there's a few different things i mean you know we we can go into detail but like it, i think ultimately it comes down to my first call um you know a couple things that i could communicate better uh in in the first call you know that that's ultimately uh, the the biggest factor i'd say and uh literally like from sunday monday and like a bit of tuesday i was really spent a lot of time speaking with with my dm and just reviewing things and we did a couple practice calls like where i would call her and she'd be the client kind of thing and just tweaking and uh and really trying to perfect my uh, delivery on things another thing like what part of your call did you feel like wasn't landing for the client well, I, you know, like the decision maker question, uh, which is like the most important one, like I was asking it, but it, people clearly weren't understanding why it was important for everybody to be there. Um, okay. so I, I think that was like the main thing. Um, like I said, other details, like other, other details that can be tweaked. Uh, I mean, like I, I don't have a, like, uh, like take in mind, like I don't even have like a terrible call. Like I, I like my initial calls are actually pretty solid overall like um you know it's just like but one of those things like a week like last week where i had some uh, maybe clients that were more difficult to close that's the kind of thing that really exposes those uh those weaknesses in the first call um another thing that brooklyn kind of mentioned to me is i could be better with rapport <laughs> like i could uh definitely relate to people a little bit more um so that's something i'm working on doing like like just being more personable not personable it's more like uh like just talking about like because you know you don't want to take it too far but you definitely want to get people talking about things they enjoy right you want to find common ground so um you know like i walk into a house and it's like uh you know like today uh today was pretty easy for me because uh you know the, the person had like a bunch of pictures of hockey up in their like like hockey players and things like that so i was able to like relate to them on that level um another estimate i did they had like uh, a whole room full of like Lego Star Wars figures. So like I just was talking about that and like, cause I'm, you know, into Star Wars and that kind of thing. So things like that, I just need to work on because typically well, I'm trust, right? Well, and people like you more, right? Like yeah. if, if they think you're more like them, they like you more. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, that's probably, I mean, <laughs> that's my biggest thing that I'm, I'm bad at is, 
I'm just not natural. Like when I go in, like I, I'm like, well, they're not looking for a friend. They're looking for a painter. So like, I never really prioritize that, but like I said, you don't want to take it too far, but uh, definitely something I can work on. So yeah, just those things, uh, you know, just looking forward to getting better. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I know we, when we spoke after your last quote last week, I asked you like, if you wanted to write down all the reasons people didn't book on a board and kind of figure out if there was a common theme. Did you end up doing that? Yeah. I mean, there, there was a variety of things. It was, uh, uh, the majority of them was decision maker issues. Right. And that's why I came to the conclusion that that was the biggest thing that's not getting communicated well enough in the first call. Is Is that that both of them need to be there and and do the walk around and and the presentation the quote. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah, fair. I actually had that happen twice last week too. Like I thought I had communicated it pretty clearly, but with one of them, um, her husband was on the phone pretty much the whole quote and he was able to hear the the walkthrough of the agreement, but um, obviously I didn't book it because he didn't hear anything else. He just heard the price and that was about it. Um, Obviously I wasn't able to build the, uh, the value for him and her. She was probably like, oh, this guy's great. And and when he came to the table to actually listen to the the agreement walkthrough, he was like, okay, cool. Yeah, it's like most stuff that painters should do. And, and oh, that's a pretty expensive price tag. So, um, But he missed all like the value building, all the great questions on the walk around, all the, the product knowledge, everything. So obviously like when, when someone just sees a number or even if they're not there, um, it makes things a lot dif- more difficult to actually kind of close people at the table. And then they, they turn into a pending and then you're following up with them and, and wasting more time that way. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot about like hitting those points, especially on the first call, but um, not letting someone else kind of direct the quote, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, direction is is important. I mean, uh, you know, like leading <laughs> like they, they always explain to us how, how important it is as soon as you walk into a quote to take control and just lead the whole pro lead the client through the process and help them understand things better. Um, you know, I know we were talking about that a little bit last week about how my experience with other businesses and, and how the best experiences I have is like when they help me better understand what they're doing. And yeah. that's really what we're supposed to do. So, you know, like the client opens the door, it's next to your estimate. <laughs> like nine times out of 10, I feel like they open the door and they're, they just look at you. They're like, Hey, so what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's really important to just be like, yeah, great. Like, uh, can we step outside for a sec? You know, like just really take control of the, of the whole situation. And and you can set that expectation like on your first call, right? Like when definitely. I get there, I'm going to ask both you and, and your wife to come outside or you and your husband to come outside and we're going to do a full walk around. It's going to take 10 minutes. We're going to go through the products, go through exactly what you want to get painted. Um, and then I'll let you guys go inside. You can take a look at my like client manual or my virtual client manual. Uh, while I do a second walk around takes about half an hour to do that and write up a quote and then I'm going to come back inside um, in half an hour and go through the full quote with both of you and just making that like super clear for them so that you obviously don't have that issue but I mean that's uh, yeah and it's it's important you know to take take uh, take charge when you're when you're leading the client through the walk around and things like that because you know you want to under you want to come across as someone who knows what they're doing and, and we do know what we're doing we just need to convey that and ultimately that comes with confidence, you know, and to go back to last week for me, like by the last few quotes I was doing, I, my confidence was just shot. And, you know, like the less confident you are, the harder it is to, to lead clients through that walk around and ultimately be a leader in general. I mean, like, um, like I think confidence is just the building block for in, like success in general. Like it's, it's huge. I mean, like, um, so, so I mean, obviously with us having the experience that we do and having done like, you know, whatever, I think I've done like 200 estimates or so. Not sure how many you've done, but like in three or 400 kind of range, like, yeah, you know, we're pretty confident with that walk around process because we've done it so many times. Um, but even, you know, like just a, a, a a spurt of, uh, of rejection can definitely shot that, that, that confidence down a little bit. So, I remember like when I spoke to you about kind of like my first year experience, um, I don't know if you remember, but um, that year, like I would do first calls and, and even walk rounds and just 
when I got out of my car, I wasn't even excited because like I was pretty confident that they were going to say no because <laughs> I only booked one in four jobs that I went to. So, I mean, if I had eight quotes in a week, like I was more expecting people to tell me no than yes. So, yeah, my confidence was like super shot. And at the end of the year, I started to book some more work, which was great. But um, definitely going like over five or, or even more than that, obviously, like it's very hard to go into the next quote super confidently when like the whole day has been like, no, no, no. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it kind of like eats at that confidence and it, you can definitely tell like with the way again, that you like present yourself to the client. Um, it's not going to be super like positive and confident and you're not going to probably lead them as, as confidently as you normally would. Um, and it just kind of uh, leads to worse and worse results as the week goes on, unfortunately. Well, yeah, and, and and absolutely. But like, I mean, I think what I've realized, you know, especially like in the last uh, few days is confidence doesn't come necessarily from the results, right? The results are a byproduct of the confidence. The confidence actually comes from uh, the preparation you do, right? Like, so doing a proper first call, you know, making making sure that they understand and they hear you, making sure that they receive your email and confirming that, confirming all these different things. Um you know, like the, the quotes I have this week, like this weekend and next week, I, I'm very confident in because I've, I've done, you know, I've done, put in the work and I've figured out what was wrong and I've tweaked a lot of stuff and feeling much more comfortable. Um, and, and, and when they say like, you know, yes, twice, two or three times on the call that they can make a decision. Okay. Like now I've got full confidence now, not only like, when I get to the estimate, am I confident that maybe I'll get a yes or a no? Um, but I'm also confident, like if they try to tell me that they need to think about it, I, I can also confidently be like, why? Like we talked about this, you know, like, whereas before it was a little harder, like I didn't have that confidence to, to really, to really say that because it's like, I guess I could have communicated that better to you. Um, you know, and, and that's frustrating. It's on me. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really, I think that's the order it goes and you do the preparation every day and you, you, uh, you put in the work and, you know, when it comes time to, to, to like game time, really, you're not nervous, you know, you're, you're, you're confident in your product and you're confident with the process that you've gone through to, to get there. So, yeah, I know like with my first calls, I've really worked on obviously like explaining everything. Um, and then after all of that, like if they're like, yeah, yeah, sounds good. I ask the exact same question at the end. So does like, does that all sound good? Like obviously like if the price is again, good, you're happy with me. You're happy with the quote that I provide for you. Are you able to make a decision at the time of our quote? Like I'll ask the exact same question in the same way after I've explained like why it's important for them to make that decision. And then if I get another yes, like I know that they've heard me because I've said it twice now, the exact same question. And if they tell me no, obviously then I can move it or ask why or like what needs to happen or or everything. And, and again, like just kind of putting yourself in the best position possible, the most confident position possible to go and do that quote and, and hopefully book it, you know? Yeah, exactly. And <clears throat> I mean, on the subject, I mean, confidence, w w like I find uh, when it, the more confident I am in my business, uh, the more confident I am in, in other areas of my life. And uh, the more confident I am in my business, the better I can lead my painters. And again, in my life, I can lead you know, like be, be more of a leader around my friends, uh, at home, you know, or w with my family in general. Like, I think that's a really important concept to realize, like that we're getting from this experience is like me two years ago, didn't have the same, uh, kind of savvy, <laughs> I guess you could call it that I have now, you know, when I yeah. walk, when I go to the gym, even, you know, I talk to a lot of people at the gym and I just have a different, like, I'm, I'm just, you know, I feel, feel more comfortable like around these, you know, some, some are older people, older, like 20, 28 kind of, <laughs> kind of range, like, yeah, you know, around the, the eight to 10 year kind of mark older than me, but I feel much more comfortable and talking to them and discussing like actual life stuff than, than I did like two years ago. So, I mean, that's something that translates to, to every facet of your life really. And it's super important, you know? Yeah, I, I definitely think that having like the confidence about yourself, like a little bit more like, I guess, like swagger, you could call it um, really does like also show to people, you know, like when you're with your friends and stuff, like usually you can see 
who's got that confidence and like maybe who's more shy maybe if you're like in a group of people um but also having that confidence like really does help you like be a leader in those groups and in those situations like whether it's in school or in like personal life like you said in the gym um just that little bit extra of confidence like it does make you um a little bit more i guess like of a leader in those in those situations uh, which is pretty cool uh, and i i definitely think it's it's awesome that student works can, can kind of provide that that extra confidence boost like for me when i was uh like i like i think i mentioned on the podcast before when i started student works i had no confidence i could definitely confirm that i was not a leader amongst my friends i never took leading positions in school and now pretty much every group project i do i'm like the group leader um obviously amongst like student works operators i like to think of myself as someone people can come to and ask questions um and and like i hope that i show myself as a leader which is cool um and and just in my everyday life with like around again like my friends like i I definitely know that in comparison to some of the things they've done that i think that i i guess i could like be more of a league in a leader position it's it's also i think like important and, and worth mentioning like it's important to not misunderstand the meaning of of what being a leader means because in my first year i thought immediately like as soon as i started doing this as soon as i started making sales and cold calling doing all this stuff recruiting doing interviews i immediately thought i was like the man and i thought i was like the leader you know in my friend group and i thought i was the leader everywhere i went because like i'm running a business you know you kind of got that attitude that's not a leader like i wasn't in any like people like didn't want to be around me (laughs) right like it wasn't like you know, we I don't think, want to be cocky. It, well, yeah, it's more I mean, of like a leader and like having great habits, great attitudes, you know? Yeah, a good, a good leader is going to help boost other people around them, whether whether it's, uh, you know, maybe inspiring them to, to you know, do, do similar things or make bigger goals or, you know, whatever, or just be better every day. Like, I mean, a good leader is going to lead by example. And it's not just about, you know, making big sales or, or uh you know, going and having huge weeks. It's about doing those those little things day in, day in and day out. You know, you got to show up. You know, to to every everything you do. Like how you do anything is how you do everything, right? Like if you're if you're not uh, going to the gym to uh, at, at, like when you go to the gym, if you're not really working and uh, and like you call yourself a hard worker, but and, and yeah, sure, you might work hard in your business, but you're still not like fully leading by example in that in that sense yeah um you know like i think the best leaders that i know are guys that you know like i can think about in during during times of difficulty and obstacles in my life and think about like man what would this person do in this instance right um even little decisions i mean like making time for for things that don't seem like a big deal but like to your workers or to your like they, they can be a big deal right um tra- i.e training people properly or doing doing those bi-weekly meetings with them to check in on how they're doing like yeah making sure that they're happy like showing showing up at job sites seeing if they have any questions seeing if like obviously things are going well um even something as simple as that is showing that you like you're you're there for your people and you're like you're actually leading them and not like uh, they're not just like working for you, but like you're really trying to like lead them to be better at their position, lead them to be better people overall. And I know like listening to the weekly call podcast, John talks a lot about that over the last year, how he's seen a lot of his painters like really taking on really good habits because they feel like they've been led by someone who has obviously got these habits in place and they're learning a lot. They're reading more than they ever have. They feel better. They're eating better. Just like all these small things. And like, yeah, it's definitely like, that's what leadership is, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a leader right there. Like that's, that's exactly what a leader is. He's, he's uh, helping people bring out a better version of themselves, right? Unlocking that potential a little bit more. And, uh, and, and, you know, there's, there's tons of good and bad leaders out there, really. I mean, like uh, the, the easiest way to think about it for me is like different coaches I've had in the past. Um, like I've had coaches that's just, you know, like they'll shred you for every little thing that you do and they're, they're just on you constantly. Like, you know, and, and it's like, it does push you in a way, but it also like makes you resent, you know, coming to the rink and coming to work. Right. Like it's, 
the same i've also had bad bosses like in past jobs i've had like i've also had good bosses and good coaches right and the difference really is that is that i guess you know have you heard the saying like there's a difference between being a boss and a leader yeah yeah like that's a huge thing to understand like a boss you know a guy that's running around like commanding right and uh, and telling people what to do and you know there's a time and place for that right like like you you shouldn't have to run around and tell people exactly what to do and how to do it like you know it's so yeah i guess i guess uh promoting growth um and and again all this comes back to confidence and so like if it like i find uh like in my first year when i was like more of like less of a leader and more of like a boss and more of kind of like a guy that was running around thinking he was like you know top notch <laughs> i i was ultimately i was less confident well that's like, ego too right that's what yeah exactly ego right let you know a little insecure about how you know things or whatever you're doing for whatever reason you're insecure and so you project it in this form of like you know every conversation you have you're like telling people you're a business owner (laughs) yeah yeah i mean like i can definitely tell like even on that note like from my first year to now like i could definitely like you like definitely classify myself more as a boss my first year it wasn't really like i was trying to like improve my painters lives and like really help them grow and help them learn and like be the best painter or even person they could be. But over the past couple of years, like I've definitely seen my relationships grow. I've seen people be happier in their position. People coming back to work obviously is a huge signal of like how you were as, as a, a in quote boss. Um, but like over the last four years, I've seen it like completely transform as like I've learned. It's not like just requesting people to do things for you. It's like really like, trying to build that connection and like understand it is like a team-based environment and, and lead them in a more positive uh, culture and environment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, so, I mean, like, again, it all, it all stems back to confidence really. And, uh, and that's why I think it was important. Like last week, I feel like could have been almost a good thing for me. Like it could have been like maybe a, a week where, I really had to check everything and audit myself and, and my and my business. You know, what am like what am I saying in these calls? It's not right. Like, you know, um, I think they where did they talk about it? Uh, was it on one of our company calls where uh, where they talked about the different types of complacency? Um, yeah, I think that was one of our first Zoom calls. As yeah, like a group and how there's like the the type of complacency that people don't really realize is like. Um, the complacency where you know you're putting in the work and you're you're still working really hard but you're not actually doing things like efficiently like you're not doing things the right way but you're you're, you're like still seeing success the motions, but you're not doing them yeah properly. you're still seeing success but like you're not seeing it at the highest level that you could be right and uh, and i think that's what it was last week it was like i mean i've got quotes like i've got i've got lots of quotes i had lots of quotes last week i got lots of quotes this week i already got a lot of quotes for next week like I've got quotes. That's not my problem, right? My yeah. problem is clearly has to do with uh, with with somewhere else in, in in my whole sales process, and which is great because I can work on that. Like, yeah, it's tough to improve the amount of leads that you're getting in without, you know, like you got to pay more or whatever. It's 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 definitely it's it's almost exciting, and and for me, I mean, like after after talking so in depth with with my district manager about like you know what was going on and really learning like all these different things being pointed out to me that I didn't even realize that I was missing. Right. Cause I know all of it. <laughs> it's all up there. I just, you know, sometimes you just don't do it. Right. So it was actually a very exciting time to like really, uh, improve all those things. And, you know, sometimes you just got to go back to the drawing board, suck up, su- suck back the ego. I mean, it's, and yeah, just realize you're still learning, you know, well, like, like Jordan posted, um, I think on Facebook a couple of weeks ago, he said, um, like the work effort is obviously like the most important thing. But, um, I, I remember reading, like, I love to be lazy. I would rather do a lot less, um, and, and see a lot better results. And that's at, at the end of the day, like, that's what everyone's hoping to do, right? Less work, higher results. Um, and, and yeah, that comes back to just like dialing back the ego, figuring out what's missing, what can be improved. Even if something isn't missing, like how can I improve that whole process for my client, for myself? Like 
where where is my conversation with them going astray where they don't understand what I'm trying to ask yeah well and and again it's not always easy to do that it's pretty easy it could have been easy for me to say man like how unlucky am I like wow I I went oh for nine like that is insane like who does that right like that's just unheard of this doesn't happen to anybody you know this is all happening to me like it's just poor me like (laughs) it's pretty easy to say that and like I definitely could you know because again like my initial calls weren't even terrible like when I look at them they it's just when you have weeks where you know like things are harder like that's where it exposes you and I know we talked about this like a f- couple weeks ago on the podcast, but um, that story I, I talked about, about Sidney Crosby and how he like, yeah. you know, the next day is going back and he's practicing the same shot over and over again. Again, it's like, like to me, that's, that's a guy that's like, to me, he's a big leader. Like that's a big time leader right there. And it's like, what would Sidney Crosby do <laughs> really in this, in this situation? Like he wouldn't sit there and talk about how it was a bad pass or it was a bad this or that or like it was just unlucky hit his stick wrong whatever like he was there the next morning practicing right so uh yeah it's not always easy to admit that especially as a third year like going over nine as a third year is you know it's not something i thought i would encounter <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah well like another example of that right like um if you do again listen to the weekly call you know how Amber and Austin were really grilling John about how he's like, oh, like I'm not booking work because it's February and, you know, it has to go pending because like a lot of people need time to think. And then they like really grilled them down on like really like peel them back a little bit and said like, hey, like, no, this is like this is how you do it. This is like the process you need to do. These are the questions you need to ask. I know he also called Corey and I know he also called Jordan and talked a lot about it. And then the next week he went out and booked at like 70% and booked 50 grand. <laughs> and it was just like him like realizing he's still learning, even though he obviously far exceeds a lot of the other operators. And there's so many different examples of people who do great and sometimes need to just take a step back, reevaluate, learn something, go forward, and they're going to see like great success. And I'm sure you will in the next two weeks since you've really been able to kind of, again, step back figure out what was missing in your call and, and be able to apply that to your future 20 calls. Well, and, and like I said, like if I had gone 0 for 4, it probably wouldn't have, I would have been just like, wow, that was a tough week. Like that's too bad, right? Even 0 for 5. But when you go nine estimates in a row without booking anything, it really forces you to really like think, you know, okay, this isn't happening to anyone else. <laughs> So like what, like this isn't a coincidence. Like this isn't like poor me, like this isn't, you know, my bad luck. Like I'm not that unique, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, like I said, so that's why I say it almost could have been a good thing because it's allowed me to really uh, reflect and, and figure out what's missing and what's going wrong. And, uh, you know, like hopefully just do things better in the future. And you also, again, you, you <laughs> when you when you have more confidence like that, like to give you an example, uh, I know another thing we talked about a while ago was how uh, Jordan had that idea of like when people say they need to get other quotes, like offering to get other quotes for them. Yeah, like give them the information for that's other like, painting companies. <laughs> that's a ballsy move. <laughs> like that's that takes uh, like that that definitely takes some confidence to say that. So anyways, after, uh, you know, after working on things, like I actually used that earlier this week and, uh, you know, ended up having like a really great call with this person. And, uh, and they were like, yeah, thanks so much. Like, uh, you know, it was a past client, um, you know, and, and they, uh, pretty much on the call all but said they wanted to book with me. They just want to do their due diligence. That's a great person to use it on. Yeah, exactly. You have that like kind of low chemistry with but still it's there yeah exactly so and and they appreciate it like they were like yeah thanks so much like i mean i kind of feel bad for the other painting companies i mean i mean who knows they could walk in and like book it you know like who knows but yeah, that would suck can't. that would suck <laughs> that that'd be like wow like kind of shot myself in the foot there but i mean it's that's the gamble you take like that and but again you have to be confident enough in yourself and your process that like you're gonna you're, you're gonna wow them so much that you know, it doesn't matter if they're, if they're even a little bit lower than, than yours, like they're, they're still going to want to go with you. And that's, that's the confidence that, uh, 
comes with uh, like it's it's just you know it it, it leaves you like it, the problem is I guess it, it I can't weigh it on like the um, the number that I'm booking yeah you know because it, it otherwise it just comes and goes on a weekly basis well and the thing is like regardless of if you gave that information to them or not um, they're probably going to go search up painting cal- uh, painting companies in Calgary and sure enough I bet you the two company names that you gave them probably are the first two that pop up so regardless they're going to get that information but you're just like really helping along that process for something that um the client obviously needs uh another quote they just need to check their numbers it's standard business practice but especially on bigger jobs yeah and you're just really helping that along uh and and become quicker and, and more efficient and hopefully it works out you know like they they told you that they think they want to book with you they just need to check the numbers and I think that puts you in a pretty good position. Yeah, they actually, they, when they, they scheduled the quotes with the other guys, like for like earlier than I was expecting. So they wanted to move our meeting up <laughs> as well so that they could, cause I, I told them how like I was booking up for May and they need it done in May. And that really lit the fire under their ass. So now they're like, Oh man, like we got to move it up. And it's like, yeah. And it's, you know, I, I wasn't, I'm not tricking them or anything. It's just like explaining them why it's important. To, to get this moving right if we're gonna do it let's do it right like well it's important to create urgency when you're talking to people like at the door when i go cold calling and they say oh call me in may i always like to try and push that up a month or two by like maybe using the 10 percent off um or explaining like hey like we like to stay organized so i'd really appreciate if we could do it a little bit earlier it just helps me obviously know what my summer schedule looks like um and just really creating that urgency for people uh, whether it's in business or in like real life like people are prone to doing things slowly. So yeah. being able to kind of like push that along a bit um, can always be beneficial in, in any facet really. Yeah. But, but again, like two months ago, like it's not something I would have thought to do. So it's, uh, you know, like I, I'm excited and uh, you know, I think, I think a common problem is, is that a lot of us weigh, ourselves based on how we're we're doing in our businesses and and what our numbers say our businesses i know i do i know if i if i like after on sunday last week i just felt like an idiot like i felt like everywhere i went like it was like you you know like you walk you go to the grocery store and you're you're like oh everybody knows like i just went over now like (laughs) (laughs) no nobody knows but like yeah i know i know but like that's what's in like you just your confidence just is so so shaken but it shouldn't be like it shouldn't be just just because just because things didn't go your way in, in the business you know well it's funny i was on the phone with a guy yesterday and i was really trying to close on him hard he kept giving me these objections and He's like, I get what you're saying. I'm in business. Truth of the situation is you're not going to book every project. Okay. And <laughs> that I thought that was pretty funny. Cause I, I just said like, yeah, like, you know, like I actually do book almost every project. Um, cause Jordan told me to say that to people if they, if they question me, um, I was like, I do almost book every project and it's because I do them at the right time for people. And I don't just do whimsical quotes. I like to make sure that they're structured. I like to make sure Everyone knows everything that's going on, what products are being used, and I'm doing the quote when they need the quote, not just to do the quote. Um, and that's why I'm asking you if you can make that decision because like, I value my time and I value your time. And I don't want to come out and spend an hour and a half doing a personalized quote for you if you know that you can't make this decision until May, let's say. I would much rather wait two months and do the quote and offer you this 10% off and have you take advantage of it instead of me just come by spend an hour and a half, give you a quote and just hope that you remember me, hope you understand the value that's there. And like, maybe you throw the quote away and completely forget about it, you know? And, and, and he was just like, wow. Okay. Well, that's given me a lot to think about. So let's move it. And, and <laughs> you know, like, and, and he heard me, which was cool. So, yeah, no. And that again, like it's, it's, uh, like to, for, 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 for me, like, um, those kind of things I didn't really have like even like a month or two ago, um, you know, a little bit, even, even a week ago, like, uh, the way I was doing my, my first calls, like my voice is a little shaky. Um, 
even like my girlfriend who is uh you know lives with me she she was kind of like in the kitchen doing something and i was in the living room doing a first call and one time she was like she's like man that was so weird like why do you like why are you so like you don't sound very confident in yourself like when you're on the phone and because when i talk generally i I think i'm pretty articulated like (laughs) when i speak to people in general yeah so like um, and, and she noticed that she's like on the phone. Yeah. She's like, you're saying this too much and you're, you're repeating yourself and you're stuttering a lot. And I was like, wow. Like, so like w- I, for whatever reason, like, again, the confidence just wasn't there with the initial calls and people can probably feel that. And the other thing is people know like, okay, if you come across like that now, it's like pretty easy to, to bully you into, you know, like not like they're like okay whatever like i don't need the 10 percent off like we're not making a decision today and they're just much more firm on it and when i'm not yeah. confident in myself to be able to handle those objections and explain to them why it's important for them to uh be in that position then it's like that's how you go over nine <laughs> well, <laughs> right? you're giving the power back to them yeah and like as much as you want them to feel like they have the power the whole quote like you should have the power you should be leading them you should be watching them look at the top of their house down explaining everything that you're going to do um you should like having kind of like have their uh, heads nodding as you're explaining products you know like really like listening and and as you go through the quote you should be directing them through it but like yeah if you lose that confidence like you're definitely not going to be in the position to be able to say like hey like i'm going to go step out to my truck you guys need some time to think about it that's great I'll give you five minutes. I'll, I'm going to step outside just to give you guys some time and then I'll come back in and, and we can obviously go from there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, and the other one is, is like, why should I be like, it's not like I'm lacking experience over these people. Like how many quotes do you think they've done for their house? Like <laughs> lifetime, they've maybe yeah. done like 10 <laughs> yeah. total. Like if they've, if they've been living there for a while, the average person has done like probably between three and 10 quotes lifetime on their, on their house. I've yeah. done over 200. <laughs> okay. So like I know how the process works. So like, it's like you said, as much as they need, they want to, they're, they're, you know, in control. I should be the one leading them through the process because I'm the one with the, I know how these things work. I know how quotes work, right? I've done it yeah. many times, right? They don't. <laughs> and, and those 10 quotes that could have been from, uh, they, they could have been like, who knows who they, they were getting those quotes from, right? So, yeah, I mean, that's, (laughs) it's kind of a funny thing. Like, like, you know, yeah, you know, you guys, it's your house, but like, I actually, like, I actually am the one, like, I I know what I'm doing here. I I know your house better than you do. Yeah, (laughs) probably. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, it feels good, you know, like to, to, to kind of work on things. Um, Yeah, that's awesome. I know that's, that, that personally is what gives me confidence is, uh, is practicing and, and getting better. Well, like, and I, I love being good at what I do because like, I know people are going to look up to me, you know, and, and like, I love the feeling of that. Um, even in my personal life, like I just, uh, put a down deposit on a house, which was really cool. And all yeah. of my friends were like, wow, like, that's crazy. Like you're 23. Like I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. And they're like, congratulations. It's like such a big deal, which is, and it was like, you know, like that's like leading, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it's, it's definitely like, I think taking that and, and if, if you can help someone else get to that point too, mm-hmm. you know, that's like really what leadership is. It's not just like, Hey, here's what I can do. And like, you know, because yeah, I mean like buying a house is awesome. That's a huge accomplishment at, at 23. Um, like, and, and hopefully your friends are, I, I mean, the people actually have to be willing to, to kind of look into it too. But hopefully, hopefully your friends could take something away from that and be like, man, like if Riley's doing that, like maybe I should, you know, maybe, maybe get going, you know, or, or do something here, you know? Yeah, well, exactly. And that, that's kind of like how it was portrayed was like, that's so awesome. Like, um, we're working hard. Like I know, uh, like a couple of my friends have gone back to school, which is really awesome. And I, I wasn't sure if they were going to, but they've taken that step, um, to better themselves and. Um, one of my buddies opened a business for cars recently, um, just to like buy and flip cars and and fix them up. And, um, you know, like I, I think just having like positive influences and like, maybe I'm not like a leader of the group, that's completely fine. But having like hanging out with really good people just makes you inevitably want to be better. Um, it's like, uh, you know, being in in a room with really positive people who are doing well for themselves inevitably, like, is just going to make you want to work harder. Um, and like, that's what I love is 
being in a position where like I have a lot of responsibility, which is cool. Um, but I also like really want to help the people around me with the experiences that I'm kind of being able to, to take away from obviously being a business owner. And I'm sure you've probably kind of seen that in your life too. Like, yeah, I mean, helping other people, um, like whether it's helping them reach their goals or helping them make new goals or realize that they can make new goals. I, that definitely something that makes me happy. Like I, I love talking to people and them telling me about their goals. And I love if I can help them with that, like in any way, like if I can give them any piece of advice or, or whatever, I mean, like, of course I'm super young, so <laughs> I don't have a ton of experience, but like, I just, the, the idea of helping people and, and really, uh, I guess coaching in a way, even That's though like, I'm, I'm not there yet, but like it definitely fulfills me and, and gives me like a sense of, uh, like it energizes me. Like I feel great when I, when I have those phone calls or those conversations and with my family, with my friends, like I love it. It's, it's great to hear when, uh, when other people are, are, are doing, doing well and, and working towards things, you know? Yeah. Like when they can take like something away from like when you talk it's really cool to see that and like maybe they go apply it and you're like wow like that's awesome like i like absolutely love being able to influence like your personal life in in some way with something i said or something i did or um or anything like that i think it's really cool well and and, and yeah i mean like throughout my life i've been fortunate to have like such amazing mentors that have like helped me uh reach reach uh and, and continue reaching to to new heights and I guess like just like the, the impact they've had on me, whether they know it or not has been huge. And, uh, I, I want to have that impact on other people because that's really, I mean, ultimately that's, that's your legacy. Right? And sometimes it goes unnoticed. Like I'm sure there's a lot of people who have positively influenced myself and, um, maybe I haven't recognized it, but like it has influenced me and that's cool too. Like it, it doesn't need to obviously be notified. It's more like, um, being able to like positively reflect on people, help people grow around you, stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the goal I think in your life should just be to have a po- as po- positive of effect on as many people as possible. Right. Yeah. Cause, um, you know, it's like the phrase, uh, you, you die once when you, when you like, you know, take your last breath and then you die again, like someone eventually is going to say your, your name one last time. And like the more people that you touch, the more lives that you help, whether it's through coaching or mentoring, like once you've gained experience or even just like doing good things, like just doing good deeds, like, you know, um, like shuffling your neighbor's driveway yeah, or something. Maybe they don't even know your name, but like, you know, it, it, like paying it forward is such a great concept. Like <laughs> talk about being a leader. Like that's, that's a, that's a great way to just be a leader for, for random strangers, you know, when you're in the drive-through, because what's going to happen? And it's you not for your f- ego either. No, but but what happens when you pay it forward is, I bet you, like, I mean, a lot of the time, either that person's going to pay for the person behind them, or they're going to go to work and they're going to feel great, and maybe they're going to be more willing to do favors for people at their work for them, right? And and go that extra mile in their job even, and and just impress other people or, or help other people, and um, so that's just a really simple way to to be a leader right there just first thing in the morning at the drive-thru you know yeah and it's not always trying to like be a leader to get something out of it it's like you're just genuinely trying to be a great person and like help those around you and and, like you don't need anything back for it it doesn't matter if like it's been recognized or not it's like that that wholesome of, of being a leader of just like doing great things for the people around you Um, that's definitely something like I want to take into my business this year. And something I've really talked to my team about is like, I really understand how valuable they are, like, and how important they are and how I really hope to help them like hit their goals for the summer. And like, um, I ask all of my employees in an interview, like, what are three goals that you really want to reach this year outside of working for the summer? Because it's like, I really want to like help them strive to those and make sure that work's not really getting in the way of that, but it's like helping you know, like helping them get to those goals, helping them eat better. Like let's, let's talk about eating before you start work, bringing a lunch, staying hydrated through the day or, um, becoming more physically fit. Well, I can, I can tell you painting, like you're going to be moving a lot of stuff and probably going to get a lot more fit than you would assume you're going to. So like helping get a lot them. of vitamin D, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, like, I love asking that question now. Cause like, I really just want to be helping them like achieve 
their goals just outside of like a monetary reason. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's uh, that in, in itself, like helping your paint, like if you can help painters at, at, I mean, what is for the most part an entry level job. I mean, like if you can help them feel like they can take more than just like the 10 grand or whatever that they earn in the summer out of the year, then that's phenomenal. Like that, that really is the accomplishment. I mean, like I know last year, I mean, made good money and all, you know, saw success in the, in the numbers I did, but like ultimately the, the biggest thing I was proud of is, is the size of my payroll. And we were sending out T4s like last week or a couple weeks ago or whatever. Yeah. And like going through my T4s and it's like eight and paid that guy eight, that guy nine, that guy, like, you know, like, it's just, I think the total amount that I paid out last year was like close to 50 grand, which is a pretty pretty cool accomplishment <laughs> to know that I, you know, not only did I put X amount of dollars in my pocket, but I also put $50,000 into the market in the form of putting it in those guys' pockets. And hopefully they can use that to, you know, pay for school or take their girlfriends out or whatever. Like, <laughs> I think that's the big impact we can have on the economy. And, and yeah, we're small businesses, but it's still a pretty cool thing to realize that I was able to provide the opportunity uh, of, of about $50,000 to be earned by, by like whatever it was, 10 people. Yeah. I love, I love T4 season. I love, I love getting those slips and being like, holy, like, like for this year, for example, and last year, actually, like every single one of my painters exceeded what they wanted to for the summer. Yeah. And it's so cool to get that, that T4. Cause a lot of your painters will also actually look at the income that they're making, not the, all the taxes that are taken off too. Um, and they get that all back usually because they're not, most of them aren't going to make over the, the minimum like 19 or something. I think it's like 15, but oh, okay. a lot of them like work the summer job and then maybe work part-time through the other months. But, um, a lot of them aren't going to exceed that taxing budget. And if they do, it's not going to be my much cause they're students. Um, so they usually get taxes back and like, that's more income. So like when I get that T4 slip, I actually always put their, uh, usually I put their goals in there with them so they can, they can get the goal that they set and like the T4 that they got and they can realize like how great they did for themselves last year. And that's like, yeah, that's a very fulfilling thing because it's really cool to be able to help like, I think I had nine people last year, but help nine people achieve their goals for the summer too. Yeah, no, for sure. It's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's very cool. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a huge thing, but I mean, also, I mean, hopefully you made an impact, you know, hopefully you, I mean, it's not like we're out here changing lives or anything, but yeah. like, <laughs> I mean, like you can even contribute just like, even if, uh, even if they see the way you are and they, they respect you as a leader and maybe, maybe they, they think, man, like that's the kind of leader that I want to be, you know, like I want to go be a manager of some kind and like, that's how I want to be. I don't want to be like you know, this, this other way, you know, so hopefully you can have that kind of impact. And it's definitely, it's definitely one of the best parts, one of my favorite parts about, uh, about what we do here. Yeah. And like one of my goals for this year, I want to turn like one or two of my painters into franchise owners. Like I want to be that leader for them that makes them want to go do something great, you know, like take that step or take that risk or, or do something they never thought that they were going to be in the position to do. And, and obviously just become, better for themselves and um i've never like been able to transition someone into a franchise owner so that's like a big goal of mine this year is to have someone so bought in and so excited about painting and like taking on those leadership qualities um growing all that good stuff that they they want to go run their own business and like do well for themselves yeah no that's that's a great goal and and yeah i mean if you can if you can accomplish two people we um, almost had someone last year you and me but he decided yeah. to start his own business. <laughs> yeah, that was unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean like <laughs> if you can grow somebody to that to that point where uh, you know, they see again, like they see what you're doing and they're like, "Man, I want to do that." Like that's what we want. <laughs> we 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 don't want to we don't want to be the 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 type of uh bosses that are running around and just stressed out of their minds, their heads super red all the time and you know, you're, yeah. he's like losing hair as you're speaking to him. Like, it's like, you don't want to be, then you're like, man, I would not want his job. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas if you're talking to somebody and they're like, you know, they're busy, but like they're getting stuff done. It's, it's like, well, that's pretty cool. Like, I want to know how he does that. You know, that's, yeah. yeah, but anyways. And it doesn't have to be like in a facet of running a painting business, like go out and be a great student, you know, 
Yeah, group projects. <laughs> yeah, go go to the gym, talk to people. You know, make 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 buddies at the gym. I know it's hard right now with COVID, but like, yeah, uh, you know, like interact with people everywhere. You know, at at your job, wherever you work, at your school, at at the gym, just interact with people, and hopefully, just have that energy that like tr- help transfer that energy to other people, so that, that you know it can be passed on. Because, mm-hmm. and like I for me, like in in a school aspect, like last semester we had this huge project. It's one of our capstone courses uh, for marketing at Mount Royal and there was a position in the group called CSO which is basically someone who uh, didn't like manage the group or like boss the group around but like was just like a, in a leader position to like make sure everything was staying on track and people were doing their parts and uh, relationships were staying strong and such and um, our group was like super comfortable all year everyone was happy um, actually, like almost everyone in my group also like thanked me for being the CSO. They're like, we wouldn't have wanted anyone else to be it in our group. Like you did a great job and stuff. And like, obviously that like gave me some fulfillment, but also like inevitably like our report actually like landed in the mayor's hands for like how to actually like improve Calgary's 18 to 24 um, retention, which was really cool because, you know, like just like being in a position to like kind of like help lead a team that like did something that great. Um, in a completely different aspect outside of student works was like really cool too. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. So there's definitely many different areas. I mean, I, like who, how, how you do anything is how you do everything really. Ultimately that's a, that's a great one to live by. And if you're a leader in your, your business, then uh, hopefully you can translate it to your life and you can be a leader with your family, your friends, and you can be a leader in school and you know, at the, at the drive through at Starbucks. I mean, like, <laughs> Uh, it's, it's definitely a huge life skill that, uh, we're very fortunate to, to learn very closely what, uh, what these characteristics look like. So, yeah, it's very exciting. So, I mean, I hope all of the listeners can go out there and try and be a leader in their communities in the coming weeks and really positively influence the people around them. And, you know, if you see someone having a bad day, like again, just do something nice for them. Cause you never know how far that is going to go. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, you guys have a great rest of your week. Um, Hopefully you guys learned a lot today about just having confidence overall and how that can be reflected in the way that you present yourself, Um, being a leader in your communities, uh, making sure that you're positively impacting the people around you um, and just consistently trying to grow. Hey listeners, thank you for tuning in this week. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to click the subscribe button and give us a follow at The Edge Pod on Instagram. We hope you have an amazing week, push for your goals, and remember, stay off your ass.